Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. To another live edition of Top Rope Report here on TalkShoe.com, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me every week as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nugster Greg. Greg, what's happening? Not much. Matt DeCord is watching. Matt, thanks for tuning in. So, but yeah, Friday Night SmackDown is in the books. Um, we'll be talking about that. We'll be going over what's ha- what's going to be happening on Monday Night Raw tonight. Um, also like to be talking a little bit more about WrestleMania Backlash, and we're going to mention there's a new PAPW heavyweight champion after 460-something days. Matthias DiNapoli has lost the PAPW championship, and we'll just, we'll be discussing that later on. But before we do that, what do you think of SmackDown? Uh, I thought it was better than last week, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, they had, uh, they seemed to have a little bit more action. Um, it seemed like the matches actually, to me, it seemed like the matches actually meant something. They weren't just going through the motions on some of them. So I definitely agree that it was better than it was last week. Well, the SmackDown's only two hours long, and they had more matches on SmackDown than Raw had on, on Monday, which is three hours long. Granted, two of them were the beat the clock challenges that were a total of like three minutes for both matches combined. Right. But. Well, that's how I knew they weren't going to last very long because when I looked at my clock, it's like, well, wait a minute. It's five minutes to 10 and they haven't started the beat the clock challenge yet. So right then and there, I knew it wasn't going to be that long of a, that they weren't going to be that long, long matches at all. So. But I think we kind of got what we expected out of those matches. But we'll we'll talk about those when we go over um, the SmackDown card. So I'm ready with that anytime you are. Sorry. Are you starting again this week? Um, no, I'll let you start. Yeah, why don't you start SmackDown? SmackDown this week so I can start with Raw. I'm going to make you talk about later in the week. Okay. All right. Well, it started off between Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn. Okay. I thought I thought this was a pretty good match. I kind of figured uh, Sami Zayn was going to try and run away and escape the cage, which we knew he couldn't get out of anyway. But, um, you know, Drew was dominating in the beginning of the match, and then Sammy came back a little bit, and then Drew just, you know, wound up just pounding him, and I knew he was going to get the W. That was that was obvious. But it seems more and more every time, excuse me, whenever we see um, Drew McIntyre with the Claymore kick, I think that kick is more and more devastating every time. I mean, granted, it was Sammy Zayn, but he looked like he almost ripped his head off with that thing. 
But uh, and a lot of it does have to do with his opponent being able to sell it as well as they do. Yeah, true. And um, yeah, so I I thought it was a real good match. I gave the match a B plus. Okay. Um, I thought it was very entertaining. Um, this whole thing with Drew Gulak this this week he was trying out as a as the guest timekeeper. You know, he went from backstage interviewer to special assistant to Adam Pierce, not a timekeeper. What is it? Maybe next week it'll be a referee. Who knows where they're going with this? Um, but yeah, I definitely, definitely um, like the match. Um, it, it wasn't as much of a squash match as I thought it was going to be. Um, every opportunity Sami Zayn had to try and escape the cage, he did. There was that one point that he got over the cage and Drew McIntyre pulled him back over, I think by his hair. His yep. head. Um, I, it was very entertaining. Um, I gave the match a B. Okay. Morgan E. Hawk says Drew has gotten better. Well, I don't think Drew got any worse. I think Drew's been Drew since he's came back, you know? Yeah, but he did lose a little steam um, when he lost the title. He, he did. <clears throat> I thought that Ronda segment, though, was stupid. Well, we'll discuss that when we get to that match, Morgan. <clears throat> um, after that, we had a um, episode of Happy Talk. Um, What, what can I say? It was horrible. It was just, it was bad. Yep. Um, I mean, I understand they, they have to try and build it up a little bit for their match that they're going to be having this Sunday at WrestleMania Backlash. Um, but I am so just done with these two. Um, I'm, I'm just... You know, Madcap Moss, you just got to win on Sunday and just let Happy Corbin go off and be Baron Corbin again so he's not happy. Yep. Um, I, I, I gave it a D plus. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was stupid as well. Hey, Maz, thanks for tuning in, buddy. Um, I, I, I got nothing out of, that, out of that Happy Talk segment. I kind of figure, you know, um, Mad Cat Moss will win. I believe he will win on Sunday. This is probably going to be like my bathroom match. I really don't care, you know, what happens in this match. But when Corbin said that he was going to destroy the Andre the Giant trophy, I sat there and I said to myself, I said, Self, you better not destroy that trophy. That is, a, that is like a landmark in WWE. You know, destroying an Andre... Destroying. It's only been around for like seven years. It's not like it's. But it's Andre the Giant. In a Long Island Sound. But Andre the Giant is like, you know, the best. And you do that, you're disrespecting Andre the Giant, even though he is dead, granted. But. Yeah, but that's a cheesy, cheap piece of crap. You see the way they handle it? <laughs> they pick it up like it's made of styrofoam. Yeah, true. I gave the I gave the the whole segment a D minus. Okay. I don't think I don't um, think it was that great, and I think the match is going to be terrible on Sunday as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be terrible, um, only because both guys can be good in the ring. Um, so you know, I don't think it's going to be as 
Seth Barkley would say, terrible. Terrible, yep. Not terrible. Um, then we had the Intercontinental match between um, Ricochet and Shanky. Okay, yeah, I kind of got nothing out of this match either. I mean, uh, Ricochet, you know, he he had a great match against a big guy. You know, Shanky's seven feet tall. Um, really doesn't have that much wrestling ability. He just basically goes on his power. Um, I kind of figured, yeah, I kind of figured, you know, he uh, he wasn't going to win the he wasn't going to win the championship. Kind of figured that Ricochet would have uh, would have beaten him. I expected Ginger Mahal to get involved in the match a little bit more, but he really didn't, and you know, kind of got out of hand. I think after the match, when Shanky walked away, so I think that's going to be the end of those two guys. But overall, I gave the match a C minus. Okay. Um, the best part of the match was when Shanky literally threw Ricochet halfway across the ring. Um, other than that, I got nothing out of the match at all. Um, once again, the greenness of Shanky did not help um, Ricochet at all. I, I mean, Ricochet doesn't need to be fighting people like Jinder Mahal. He doesn't need to be fighting people like Shanky. He needs to be fighting people like Mustafa Ali. I mean, somebody else that's quick, athletic, can do things in the ring. He doesn't need to be taking on these power guys. He gets nothing out of it. Right. Um, he needs to be in the ring with somebody who can match him. Right. Right. Um, the dissension at the end between Jinder Mahal and Shanky, I mean, what else is new? Two people that were, you know, together are now beefing and, and are possibly going to feud. Big fucking deal. Stop it. Get over it. Done with it. Yep. Um, I, I gave it a D as a dog. Okay. Um, after that, we had the debut of Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, I, I mean, there isn't much to say about it. I mean, Raquel won, obviously. Um, she wrestled some, some girl that, that me and Trip were talking um, over the weekend, and it, it, wasn't, it didn't look like they pulled her from a souvenir stand or from a concession stand or anything. Um, she looked like she may have actually maybe been somebody from a performance center or somebody from a local independent company in the area of Albany, New York. Um, not really sure, you know, where she was from, I should say. Um, one thing that did impress me is Raquel. One thing that I had about her in NXT, why I didn't think she was ready a while, a little while ago, when a lot of people thought was because... She, she wasn't crisp with her moves in the ring. She had to, like, think. And you could see her processing the moves. Um, I remember that, that one move that she did, I want to say it was against Mercedes Martinez, when she did the thing off the rope where she turned the man on her back. I mean, she really hurt Mercedes. I mean, she bruised Mercedes Martinez's ribs and uh, potentially Mercedes Martinez never wrestled in NXT again. Um, she pulled that move off rather successfully. Everything she did was just second nature. Um, so I was definitely impressed with that. I wasn't. There wasn't really much more than that. Um, 
that impressed me, I gave it a C plus. Right. Uh, I agree with you. I think Raquel Gonzalez's uh, moves definitely looked a bit sharper. Um, she's a big woman. You know, she got mu- she got more muscles than the average woman. The um, yeah, the the lady, the girl that she fought was definitely uh, definitely had wrestling experience. You can you can even see it by the way she just you know moved around the ring. She wasn't one of these popcorn vendors or magazine salesmen that you see in the arena. She had some wrestling talent. And Mercedes, I mean um, Raquel Rodriguez, you know she she definitely you know won the match. She should have won the match. She did win the match. And she was a lot more more solid in her move. She didn't think about what she was doing, like you said. She just went ahead and, and did it, and it worked out good. I gave the match a C plus. Okay. Um, then after that, we had the contract signing um, for what was to be the unification tag team match between RK Bro and the Usos. You, you look very confused. You didn't know that that was supposed to be a contract signing? Yeah, but the contract signing, it never was. <laughs> well, like I said, yep. that was the segment. was yep. supposed to be the contract signing. Yeah, and I kind of figured the same thing was going to happen. You know, it happens all the time with contract signings that tables get flipped over, people get people get hit and beat up and everything else, and then Roman Reigns came out and – now we got to deal with a six-man tag team match at WrestleMania Backlash, which kind of disappoints me because I wanted to see the unification tag team match, and I wanted to see Roman Reigns go against Drew McIntyre, who they had a little confrontation uh, towards the end. But I'd have to say because, you know, I mean, even though there really wasn't much to the contract signing at all, I enjoyed the action with Roman coming out and Drew coming out. I I gave it a B minus. Okay. I really um, I, I enjoyed that when they came out. Yeah. They got into it. Um, I mean, one thing that stuck out was Randy Orton was talking about these shows. He said that you know how one was whatever. Um, uh, Jey Uso. I can't remember what he said about Jey Uso. Main event. Jey Uso. And this one here, he's nothing but a little bitch, referring to Jimmy Russo. Um, yeah, you know, and McIntyre, you know, I mean, he threw Reigns across the ring after he came out. Um, you know, I enjoyed the, the back and forth banter as brief as it was between RK Bro and Usos. Um, I, I liked the segment. The only disappointing part of the segment is that that was a six man tag match um, at WrestleMania Backlash. Um, which literally leaves out of the six matches they have now one title match. Um, I, I true, I, I too would have been would rather have seen two different title matches out of those six guys, but it is what it is. Um, I, I gave it a, a B as a boy. All right, and I really don't think anything's going to come about in that six man tag team match. I don't think they're going to anything's going to get proven because I think it's going to be a double disqualification. Because they, they they just seem to, you know, they don't like each other. They want to, they're always trying to do everything to one-up each other, to make each other, to, oh, we're better than you, this, that, and the other. I don't think there's going to be a clear-cut winner. I do. Absolutely do. Okay. I see true pinning one of the Usos for the win. 
Alrighty. And we'll get that uh, on our prediction show this Saturday, right? This Saturday? Is it this Saturday we're going to do it? I don't know why we do it on Saturday when the paper is Sunday Oh, night. that's right. We can do it Sunday during the day. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, then we then had a match, um, Naomi versus Gina Beasler. Nothing. I got absolutely nothing out of the match. I didn't enjoy it. I really don't think... Uh, uh, I really think they're making too much out of this feud. I really don't think it's going to go anywhere. But but I do see, eventually, I really think Shane and Natalia are going to end up taking the title. Because I don't think they're going to put all this emphasis on Shane and Natalia, having them come out just about every time... Naomi and Sasha are in the ring and have them come out and confront them or, or interfere with them and nothing happened. I really didn't care too much for the segment or the match. I I had to give it a D. Oh, okay. Um, my my re- response to yours is they have nobody else. This is the only other tag team they have in the women's division. So what are they going to do? Just have Naomi and Sasha parade around the belts for nothing? That's why you see it. Um, but once again, in typical fashion, you know, last week we had the Naomi Natalia. This week is, you know, Naomi, Shayna. This Friday, Shayna um, and Sasha. It's, by the time we get to it, it's definitely overplayed. But there's nothing else to play. You know, it's, yep. you know, we're doing a basketball, and that's it. What else are we going to do? You can't play baseball with a basketball. Right. I mean, maybe, well, we'll say a football. You can't play basketball with a football. You can't dribble it. You can't play soccer with a football. You can't, you know, it's going to wobble all over the place. Yep. Um, I mean, the match was a little better than I thought it was going to be. Um. I'll give it a D plus, borderline C minus, like sixty nine seventy. Right. Um, then after that, we had the uh, I don't know what the hell you call it. I mean, we had the match between what was it? Um, was it Xavier Woods and Rich Holland, and then? Sheamus and Kofi, or was it the other way around? No, it was Xavier Woods and Ridge Holland, and then Sheamus and Kofi. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know what to say. Um, I, you, we should be able to get so much more out of the New Day than this horrible feud with Sheamus and Rich Holland and the disappearance, quote-unquote disappearance, of Butch. Right. There's more emphasis on that than anything else. And honestly, who gives a fuck where he is? He hasn't done anything for me to get two shits as to where he is. Yeah. You know, Kofi wins... Sorry, Xavier wins, Kobe loses. Rich Holland loses, Sheamus wins. 
What do you get? Nothing. I gave this a D minus. Okay. I thought the um, Ridge Holland Xavier Woods match was better than I thought it would be. Um, I just think that co that you know it's it's an ending the same way all the time. The roll up with uh, Xavier Woods. He catches all his opponents on the victory and gets to roll up. Um, the same yes, Pete done it much, Martin. Yeah. Um, but I think we could have done without the Sheamus Kofi Kingston match. I mean, that that was right before um, the Beat the Clock Challenge, and that's why I I thought, you know, if they didn't have that match, I think the Beat the Clock Challenge matches would have went a little bit longer. So I gave it a D minus. I gave it like a fifty. D minus is not a 50, dude. That's an F. Oh. Well, I'll give it like a 60 then. Uh, that's right. You went to Lyman Hall. That's right. <laughs> a D minus could be a 50. <laughs> uh, well, then, as you did say, we then had the Pete the Clark Challenge, where Ronda Rousey um, took on um, Shotzi and Charlotte took on Aaliyah, what do you think? Uh, well, the Charlotte, uh, the uh, Ronda Shotzi match for a minute there, you know, the way the match started out, I think they were just going to chase each other around the ring for a minute or two and get nothing done. But then they finally got in the ring and, you know, it kind of, it kind of played out the way I thought it was with Ronda, you know, submitting Shotzi and, you know, making her say I quit, which was only like a minute 40 seconds or something like that, which lasted a little bit longer than I thought it would. And then um, with Charlotte and uh, Aaliyah, I'm still not impressed with Aaliyah. I'm still not sold on Aaliyah. I mean, even though she held on and didn't, you know, didn't say I quit till after the minute 40 seconds or however it was, it was over and, I got I got nothing out of it because there was nothing nothing for the winner. It was just oh who gets the, who who makes them submit the fastest? Who cares? You know, give, bragging and momentum. Right. It's just you know give, give me give me some kind of incentive. You know, the bragging rights and the momentum. You know, I, I wasn't I wasn't impressed at all with either match, and I gave both matches a D. I can say than what you already said. Um, they gave neither match really any time. Um, neither neither wrestler seemed, I mean, Ronda or Charlotte seemed to even wrestle with any urgency, but yet Ronda's match was over quicker than a flip of a pancake. Um, and then, you know, Charlotte was going for the, you know, the, the figure four, and, you know, Leah kicked her out of the ring, and then I mean, she easily could have stopped at the ropes, but she decided to go through the ropes, think for a moment, then come back, and it was just all just a clusterfuck. Um, I gave it a, a holy shit, is it poured all of a sudden? Um, I gave it a D minus. I did not like it at all. 
Um, and uh, the best part of it was when Charlotte Flair um, hit Drew Gulak over there with the timekeeper's belt. Yeah. That, actually, you know what, because of that, I'll give it a D plus. Okay. That was <laughs> yep. um, okay, what did you think? What, yeah, what? so I mean, now, now that I think about it, maybe SmackDown wasn't as good as I thought it was. What did you think? As we went through each of the matches, right. I mean, I don't think I gave a single thing uh, a, a B at all, except for the contract signing segment. Right. So what? Maybe, maybe just because there were more matches <laughs> and the show kind of went more fast-paced. Yeah. That it seemed to be better than it was. Right. So what was so your over- what was your overall grade? C. Yep, mine too. I'll say C. Yep, mine too. Um. So that was our SmackDown preview. Hopefully this uh, recap. Recap. So our yeah. uh, so our. Uh, our Monday Night Raw preview will be coming up um, later on as soon as we finish with my favorite part of the show. It's Nuggies News. So, Greg, take it away. All right. Well, uh, first and foremost, I want to uh, give um, two uh, birthday shout-outs. One, um, today, May 2nd. Um, Pat McAfee turns 35 years old today. Um, so we want to say happy birthday to him. And um, three days from now, on Thursday, my one and only um, son and actually um, contributor, contributor to the um, Top Book Tour Prediction Show, Little Nugget turns 30. Um, as, well, I, he doesn't turn 30 yet. Not sure exactly how old he is, um, but our very own Mr. 24/7 DJ also turns. Um, we'll say we'll say thirty, only because I know he's got a younger wife. Quote unquote thirty um, on Thursday, May fifth. Yeah. So big shout outs to them. Absolutely, happy birthday, guys. Um, Breaking news, less than an hour ago, it is being reported that Roger Strong has requested his release from NXT and quote-unquote WWE. Um, after Malcolm Bivens got released, along with nine other you know, NXT talents, he really, you know, there's no more diamond in mind. I mean, they tried this whole new thing, um... You know, paired with Ivy Nile and, you know, the, the Creed brothers, and it's kind of all, you know, disillusioned. And, and so he's done. He doesn't want to do it anymore, and he's asked for his release. Um, I, I, I don't know. Do you think WWE will release him? Yeah. I do. I mean, okay. now that... Now that the diamond mine is, is basically, you know, disbanded, I really don't see them having much for him. Unless you put him in a, a singles feud with uh, Cameron Grimes. Well, that's what he's doing, singles feuds. But, you know, he fights, you know, you know, you can put him in a, in a feud with uh, Cameron Grimes again, you know, for, for that. Um, you know, even Ron Breaker or somewhere down the line. 
Yeah, I kind of fig- um, I kind of figured that after they released Malcolm Bivens, he'd uh, he'd want to be the next one out. The yeah. two, the two that. It's also been reported that Malcolm Bivens, along with Dakota Kai, were both released due to the intention clear that when their contracts were up with WWE, they were not going to re-sign them. What is going on with their phone right now? Nothing. I'm just uh, trying to figure out why you sound so choppy. There we go. No, then you froze. There we go. Am I okay now? Yeah. Okay. So are you? Am I? Am I okay now? Yep, you're fine. But you were Um, you were choppy and you were freezing and you were moving like a you were moving like a robot. That's exactly (laughs) your fault. Yeah. Your was on my end. Um, Malcolm Bivens is actually offered to be brought up to the main roster and be the manager of Omos. And when he said, no, I don't, I don't want to get into another major storyline like that because I don't plan on re-signing um, with WWE, they then decided to let him go. The other eight reportedly are due to budget cuts. Um, it's also being reported that WWE is giving new talent 90 days to make an impact. And that if they're not making an impact, they will just move on. So, um, I mean, good news, bad news. Everybody in WWE now is guaranteed contracts. So it's not a performance-based contract anymore. So, I mean, you're still paid. Right. Um, but those are just a couple of things are there to look at. Um, a couple other things real quick here while I start pages. Um, <laughs> We talked about Raquel Rodriguez making her debut. Um, I got a list here of people that she could possibly feud with, um, whether it be now or somewhere shortly down the road. Um, and then I wanted you to give me on a scale of one to ten if you'd be interested in seeing her um, feud with these five women. All right. First one, we got to go with it. SmackDown champion, Charlotte Flair. Seven. Only a seven? Yeah. Oh, okay. A returning Bailey. Eight. So you'd be more interested in seeing Raquel go against Bailey than Charlotte? That 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 surprises me a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, Charlotte is, I mean, I think they're, Charlotte is just, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, um, it, it's kind of like the luster is off of Charlotte now. They're just using her too much. They're talking about her too much. And, you know, let's get Bailey in there. Let's get Asuka in there and give them some new feuds. I think Bailey and Raquel will be a lot more interesting to me. See, I, I don't think so. I think if you really want to build Raquel up, have Charlotte put her over. Have Charlotte take one for the team and lose in a feud to Raquel Rodriguez. I'd be much more impressed with that. Okay. 
Nuggets lose Barrio? Dude, no. That was a long-ass yard, too. <laughs> no, not at all. Wow. Um, another one. Asuka. Seven. See, Asuka to me would be like a five. Um, Becky Lynch. Five. Okay. And renewing her rivalry with Rhea Ripley. Seven. See, that's the one that I, that I honestly would be the most interested in seeing because of how much better Raquel has gotten in the ring since she was against Rhea Ripley. Um, I'm let's see anything else here real quickly. I'm surprised, Bian- I'm surprised Bianca wasn't on that list. No, she's on Raw. That's right. Well, so is Becky Lynch and so yeah. is Asuka. Yeah, true. But I'm, su- but I'm surprised Bianca wasn't on that list. Why? I was just surprised she wasn't. I mean, she's a champion. I think she'd be a good match for... Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, all right, so on, on a scale of one to ten, how interested would you see Raquel versus Bianca? Eight. I'd rather see two drop in Raquel than Bianca <laughs> and Raquel. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, which one of these? Which one of these? Let's go to this crappy one. Um, speaking of crappy, um, obviously. People have made fun of the fact that starting last year, um, Backlash is no longer Backlash. It's now WrestleMania Backlash. As to where they then put out, um, somebody then put out a list of the rest of their pay-per-views for the year, uh, being WrestleMania Hell in a Cell, WrestleMania Money in the Bank, WrestleMania SummerSlam, WrestleMania this, WrestleMania that. Well, I've got a list here of five of the worst pay-per-view names in WWE history. Okay. The first one, this isn't my list, this is their, this is this article's list. The first one they have at number five, TLC. Because if you're going to name a pay-per-view TLC, every match should be a tables, ladders, and or chairs match. Not just one or two right. matches that involve tables, ladders, and or chairs. Yep. Um, this one I didn't remember, but maybe you will. WWE actually had a pay-per-view called Fatal 4-Way. Yes, I remember. every match in the pay-per-view was a Fatal 4-Way. Yep. Can I, can I get back to something for a minute? You mentioned the TLC, yeah. how everything, how you believe, and I believe it too, that every match should should be involved with either tables, ladders, or chairs. Early on, when they first came out with that pay per view, all the matches were were like that, and then for some reason they just stopped doing it. I I don't know why they stopped doing it. They should just continue to go with it or change the name. Plain and simple. But yeah, I remember the Fatal okay. Four Way. 
Um, next on the list was the greatest Royal Rumble. There were just too many people in the ring. It, it was just a cluster nut cluster buck. Next was another one I did not remember, but it was 2011's Capital Punishment. Yep, I remember that. And then the number one or the top one on this list of worst pay-per-view names in WWE history was Great Balls of Fire. Yes, definitely. That was, not only was it a dumb name, but it was a horrible pay-per-view. Yes. And that's Nugget News for this week. All right, thank you, Greg. Um, once again, another great Nuggies news. So, all right. So tonight, Monday Night Raw, what do we got planned for, what's WWE got planned for Monday Night Raw tonight? Um, some stuff here, some stuff there, some stuff everywhere. Okay. Um, the only thing, I mean, let's see. Um, I mean, they haven't announced any matches. Only thing um, is there, there's say uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, and Undisputed Roman Reigns um, are set to appear to hype their WrestleMania Backlash six man tag match. Okay. Uh, then you can also expect the following program to continue tonight <clears throat> Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins, Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens, Oscar versus Becky Lynch, AJ Styles versus The Judgment Day. Um, the arena has the New Day versus the Usos advertised as tonight's show, but as the dark main event. Okay. And that's everything we have scheduled for the go-home show of WrestleMania Backlash. Yep. Okay. And speaking of WrestleMania Backlash, this Sunday from the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island, um, six matches, I believe they are now. They have now. That's it. Nothing to save up when they're raw. Well, there's really not much to. I mean, as far as why you bring it up? <laughs> well, I just figured I, I would brought it up because I thought, hey, Danny, thank you for tuning in, Danny Justice, former independent wrestler, tuning in. Thank you. Um, I just thought that they were going to have, you know, I mean, you said you know possible programs again with Cody and Seth and Ezekiel and. Kevin Owens, uh, certain one of those, certain ones of those, I don't mind seeing again. Like I don't mind seeing Seth Rollins and, and uh, Cody Rhodes because that's. Well, a- we get something, something has to happen. Like you said, they have six matches for WrestleMania Backlash. Right now, they have two matches from the from the the Raw roster. Yeah. That's it. Of the six matches, so they've got to come up with more for Raw. Yep. I mean, they've got to have. Oh, maybe we do see Becky and Oscar. I mean, are we going to see something with Bianca? I mean, you know, are, are they going to do something with Ezekiel and Kevin Owens? I mean, we've got to get. Uh, oh no, sorry, sorry. We also have Cody and Seth, so it's three and three. Okay. So maybe you know, maybe one more, but we've got to see. 
something else happens. So if they're going to add one or two matches from Monday Night Raw to this pay-per-view, what do you think they should add? Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Kevin Owens and Ezekiel. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing that match on the pay per view. I mean, they've got a feud going right now. You know, why not carry it over? <clears throat> do you think it's too early for a feud to start between Becky and Asuka, and they should do something with Bianca and somebody? Or do you think we'll see Rhea and Liv? I mean, we got so many possibilities for Monday Night Raw. I mean, once again, the only women's match on this card right now is Charlotte versus Ronda. Right. Um, I, I don't, mean, women's tag match, uh, when's that supposed to be? Right. I mean, I don't I mean, think... Is that supposed to be Friday and SmackDown? Or is that, I thought that was on the pay-per-view, but it's not. Right. I think that was Friday and SmackDown. It should be on the pay-per-view. Um, I don't think it's too early for a program between Asuka and Becky. I think, you know, I think that the, the two of them can get together in the ring, carry it out until, uh, you know, maybe Hell in a Cell. Well, no, what I'm saying is, do you think it's too early in their, in, in their quote-unquote feud to be featured on a pay-per-view already? Oh, yeah. Yeah, too early. Yeah, too early in their feud to be featured on a pay-per-view right now. Well, something else has to happen on Raw tonight to get a match or two from Raw added. Yep, and I like I said, I'd like to see one of them as Ezekiel and Kevin Owens. Um, we've already got we've already got Lashley and Omos, right? Yeah, and then Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. And then RK Bro fighting against the Bloodline with SmackDown McIntyre on their team. Yeah, so I think uh, I think they need to get one more from Raw, one more from SmackDown on Friday. Wait a minute, AJ and Edge—that's also on Raw. Yeah. So this show is Raw heavy. What am I thinking? Christ. We could also, you know, I mean, we could also just, you know, throw a match together with uh, former independent wrestler Danny Justice against Tony Black. That would be interesting. But no, just kidding. Um, yeah, Raw and um, yeah, Raw heavy. I mean, does that does WWE want uh, by doing that? Do you think Monday Night Raw wants to showcase themselves on this pay per view more than SmackDown? Because I still think SmackDown. I, I, I mean. I still think SmackDown's putting out a better show. And I was just looking at this card. I mean, <laughs> what else can they add from SmackDown to it? I mean, I don't see. I mean, unless they do add the women's tag match, which would give them, you know, both teams are from SmackDown. Right. Um, Unless they add Ginger Mahal against Shanky. <laughs> that, that's not even anything yet. I mean, <clears throat> that's not even main event. That's not even WWE main event worthy. No, no, I mean, that, that, that's not even a they, they just had a disagreement. That's not a, right. you know, a, a confrontation yet. So you can't put that on a paper. Right. But I don't know. I mean, it's... We've got six matches. It's six days away, and 
all the matches that I'm thinking they can add are are from Raw. I mean, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head unless, once again, unless you're going to add the women's tag match. And I think it's a waste of time. And I think it'd be a waste of time to have a Lacey or Bailey Evans return right now because then you can't build nothing up for pay-per-view. Did you say Lacey or Bailey Evans? No, Lacey Evans and Bailey. Or did I say Lacey? No, you said, you said Lacey or Bailey Evans. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. But I, I mean, it's not the right time for them to come back right now because you won't be able to build up anything with them for the pay-per-view. Something were to happen with the Charlotte and Ronda Rousey match where I thought this feud was ending at this pay-per-view. I could see one of them coming out because once again, it's an I quit match, meaning there's no disqualification. Right. Um, anything can, anything goes, anything can happen. Um, I'm not even sure in an I quit match, does it have to happen in the ring? No. So you can, you know. She can do the, the figure eight around the ring pole and cause yep. her to, to win that way? Yep. I remember I remember John Cena against uh, JBL in an I quit match, and JBL said, I quit on the stage. So okay. it can go anywhere. Um, well, yeah, but I also remember <laughs> back in the day when you know, when there's still a cage match, was to leave the cage, not pin or submit. Yep. So, you know, things change all the time. Yep. Um, but that would be the only way I would see a Lacey Evans or a Bailey. But I, I don't think this is the end. Unfortunately, I think we're going to see Ronda and Charlotte in Hell in a Cell, which I think is going to be a huge mistake in WWE because I think as every week goes by, um, and if Morgan, if you're still out there watching or listening, I hate to say it, but I think Ronda Rousey is failing miserably in WWE this time around. Yep. Now, let me, really let, me, let me ask you a question. Uh, I'd have to say, in my opinion, I think there's about a 90% chance that Ronda gets the belt Sunday against Charlotte. If they put them in a Hell in a Cell match, what are the chances of them taking the title off of Ronda and giving it back to Charlotte again? Just to have Ronda prove that she could beat Charlotte in an I Quit match. I I don't know. Um, it's happened before with, with other champions. Where they won. I know, I know it's happened before, yeah. Yeah. You know, make, make Charlotte a 14-time champion, you know, getting close to her dad's record. And, uh, but I really think, in my opinion, I think there's about a 90% chance that Ronda wins the title on Sunday. And oh, she's, the betting odds, she's the betting odds favorite to win. Yeah, do you have the, do you have the odds there? Oh, no, not oh. on top of my head. Okay, and, um... I just, uh, yeah, I mean, her Ronda's stuff is just getting worse by the week. You know, she does, she does the same, you know, the same stuff with her moves, and her promos are just absolutely treacherous. Yes. And yes, they, they, they just need to work. If they're going to put the title on her and give her a long run, 
they need to work on her promo skills. Well, you can't. You can't. She just—it's not her. There's just—I'm convinced. There's just some people that you can't. You got to be able to think quick. Got to be able to. Just somebody says something, you just—you got to be able to snap back with a comment, and she can't. You can tell she rehearses everything she says, and then she fucks it up half the time. Yep. So. Yeah, so I mean, I'm just uh, looking forward to seeing what they're going to come out of Raw tonight with uh, WrestleMania Backlash. Like I said, you know, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but I'd like to see Ezekiel and Kevin Owens on the pay-per-view. I think that would, I think that would, uh, that would be a good match. And that, I mean, they got they got something started for a couple weeks now. It's not like it's been, it's not like it's been two or three days. It's been a couple weeks. So I think. Uh, I think the fans would definitely get into seeing that match on on Backlash. I know I would. So. But if they had to add another women's match, what women's match, whether it be from Raw or SmackDown, because we are talking WrestleMania Backlash, what women's match, A, do you think they'll add, and or B, would you like to see them add? Well, I think they're going to add the women's tag team match, tag team title match. Uh, what I'd like to see is, uh, I would like to see Bianca and Becky one more time, but I really don't, I really don't think that's going to happen. Not now. But I, but I think they will. Oh, Becky Oscar, yep. I really and think, I think we're going to see Bianca, and I think we're, I, I think we're going to see Bianca with Ripley feud. But I would really like to see the women's SmackDown Tag Team Championship added to the pay per view just to give it another women's match on there. So, well, yeah, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather see Piper Piper Niven, aka Dewdrop. Versus Shotzi than that women's tag match on the pay-per-view. I have no interest in seeing that match at all. I know, but the sad part about it is they're probably going to add it. Well, but once again, right, I agree that they're probably... Right now, I think that would be the odds-on favorite for the for another women's match to be put on. I don't want to see that. That's the difference. Right. You said you want to see that tag match put on. I want to see Rhea Ripley Liv Morgan on the panel. I was going to suggest that, but I was waiting for you to go, huh? If I suggested that. I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing... Why Why would I? Because I, I think... I think you probably would think that... But then again, I really shouldn't be thinking for you because you got your own your own thoughts and ideas about everything. But um, I just think that Rhea against Liv Morgan, in my opinion, and you're probably going to think I'm crazy for saying this, but in my opinion, right now, I don't think that's a pay-per-view worthy match. Liv Morgan against... It's more of a pay-per-view worthy match than anything else they have going on in the women's division. At least there's history there. Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. You got that right. Yep. Well, and, and I would I see if they have this match. This is the way I would book it. Hold on. <clears throat> Hold that thought. Okay. The way I would book it is somewhere towards the end or whatever, obviously Rhea Ripley wins with Riptide. Then after the match is over, she lays down a brutal extra beating to Liv Morgan. Then the ring goes dark, and when the lights come back on, Edge and Damian Priest are standing in the ring with her. And she becomes part of the Judgment Day stable. Okay. That's what I want to see Rhea Ripley versus Liv Morgan. I can definitely see that happening. Definitely. I can definitely see that happening. So, anyway. Okay, anything else you want to add about uh, um, Backlash? No. Okay. One thing I'd like to talk about right now is Last Saturday's Point Blank, PAPW. Congratulations goes out to the leader of the Battle Academy, Chris Battle, who finally got what he's been chasing for for a long time, and that's the PAPW Heavyweight Championship as he defeated Matias, Bloodsaw, and Lucas Chase in a fatal four-way to capture the championship. Um, I found out yesterday that May 13th and 14th is a PAPW doubleheader. Um, Friday and Saturday. Yep, they are having two shows, one on Friday, one on Saturday. Um, I put the invitation out there for the new champ to join us and talk about his championship win. I did see about the last 30 seconds of the match. Um, it was it was an amazing finish. I mean, you know, Matias went and gave Lucas Chase one of those flip-overs that you see the guy do off the top rope. Well, he did it in the ring. And when he landed and turned around, Chris Battle hit him with a spear. And got the three count. So congratulations goes out to Chris Battle as he is the new PAPW heavyweight champion. Been a long time coming, so hopefully they'll give him a, a, de- a decent title run with it. The one that I'm really surprised that they haven't put any kind of title on him yet is Lucas Chase. Lucas Chase is a very talented, very, very skilled wrestler uh, on the indie scene. I mean, he's been on, uh, he's, they've even gone as far as putting him on AEW Dark a couple of times. And, right. and there was a reemergence, a return, so to speak, this past Saturday of the House of Pain. Came out. And, yeah, I saw that. Yep. Came out and cleaned house with. What was that? I saw their post on Instagram. Yeah, came and cleaned house with the Battle Academy. Or on the Battle Academy. So, 
But um, like I said, you know, congratulations. Yeah, you, you can, I, I just looked it up on YouTube. You can go on YouTube and watch. They had um, four different matches from the show on YouTube. Um, just Google PAPW. Um, and there's, once again, there's a list of a bunch of There's the main event. Um, and there were three others that were on there as All well. All right, I will definitely check that out, but not tonight. Because... And there's also the PWZ podcast of the Point Blank Recap, hosted by the Professor Rick Del Santo. Yep, and so his, you want to listen to his thoughts. He was there for the entire show, obviously. Yep, and see that pretty much every PAPW show. And his special guest to help him out that night, the Guardian of Chaos, the, was Big Daddy. Two two good friends of the Top Rope Report, and uh, we're glad that uh, Rick's PWZ podcast is taken off. So, but anyway, uh, anything else you'd like to add tonight, Greg? I'm sure I could talk for another hour and a half if I had to. Oh, well, let's, let's hear Nothing specific. Oh. Okay. I mean, there's just things that, you know, like we said, after uh, after Sunday is Hell in the Cell, correct? The next pay-per-view or Money in the Bank? Yeah. Oh, tell no, Hell in the Cell. Okay. And that's coming from where? Um, out of the arena. No shit, Dick Tracy. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Let me ask uh, you. That is coming from Rosemont, Illinois, the Allstate Arena. Okay, so we're going to be listening to CM Punk chants half the night. Um, no, those, those are pretty much fizzled out. Away. Yeah. What do you yeah. think? What do you think is the new name of this pay-per-view in Newcastle? I mean, I've what been mean? I've been reading some uh, some matches that they've been having out in that neck of the woods, I like to call it. You know, they've had some matches out there already. Um, well, it's because they're in Europe right now for a tour. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna have matches. They have to have matches. And they had some in Paris where. The, the Usos. Oh, oh, I knew there was something I forgot to say. Okay, go right ahead. I know where Butch, I know where Butch is. Where? He's in Leipzig, Germany. Because he wrestled at, a, at, a, at, a, at an event on Saturday night in Leipzig, Germany. And it was probably against Xavier Woods. No, it was against Ricochet. Ricochet, okay. So... Yeah, that was a weird, I, I, I don't know where the results, but that was a weird card. So there, um, so there has been a, a butch sighting, sighting in Germany. Yeah, see, yeah, I don't have, yeah, that was like a weird card. Now, do you think they like, should put, do you think they should put a match like that on TV? I would love to see that match. Ricochet and Butch? Yeah. No, he's lost. Nobody knows where he is. <laughs> I, I'm like the, I think the, it was Lynn Morgan. I mean, the only regular match um, was Lynn Morgan. Um, sorry, sorry. Bianca Belair against Rhea Ripley, Lynn Morgan, and Becky Lynch. Okay. But like the other ones were like Omos and Sami Zayn. Um, they were just very weird, odd parents. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know. Um, oh, the only other right, the only other, well, Cody Rhodes against Seth Rollins. Um, I think Natalia and Shayna took on Shotzi and Aaliyah. It was like a, just a very weird call. <laughs> like, shit, we got to put on a show. Who the hell can we send? Right. Let's throw let's throw some wrestlers over there that are names, and you know people recognize, and let's see where it goes from there. But yeah, and I believe on one of those cards, on one of those shows, Roman Reigns beat Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that was the that was one that was in England or UK or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that was a decent. That was a decent. Right. Um, card. Now, I know the old saying goes, all good things must come to an end. But I don't see Roman Reigns' uh, title reign coming to an end anytime soon. Because there's nobody other than Drew McIntyre. There's nobody they can throw at him. And, you know, let me, oh, let me ask you uh, this question. What do you think? Let's, yes. just, let's just say... Not now, but maybe three, four, five months down the road, we get a confrontation between Roman Reigns and Gunther. What do you think about that? Well, one of them would have to turn face, first of all. Um, I mean, once again, WWE do face versus face, but they don't often do heel versus heel. Um, I mean, yeah, eventually, yeah. Because, you know, there, I mean, I remember a while back, all the WWE fans and WWE interviewers talking. Um, let's see CM Punk come back. Let's see CM Punk come back. Yada, yada, yada. I really wish they would just stop with this Roman Reigns versus The Rock at next year's WrestleMania. Because I, I really don't think that's going to happen. And if they okay. do, and if they do, I really think you're going to see Roman get the best of The Rock. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to bring The Rock back um, unless he's going to put over Roman. Right. I don't. I don't see it. And one other. Uh, do you do you see them putting the title on Cody Rhodes sometime this year? Yep. When would you see that happening? I would say probably before or at the Survivor Series. Oh, God, no. I hope not. No? You can't. You can't champion. Well, who's Roman Reigns going to fight at the Survivor Series? Himself? It's champion versus champion, goddammit. At the Survivor Series? I thought it was champion versus champion at Clash of Champions. No, it's champion versus champion. SmackDown versus Raw at Survivor Series. Oh. Okay, well then maybe at the Royal Rumble next year <laughs> when Cody wins it. But then, then, then how does then how does Roman Reigns get his title back to face The Rock at WrestleMania? Yeah, I don't know. It's all it, it's all confusing. I'm glad they have to put up. With... Um, can we talk about Survivor Series real quick? Yeah, go ahead. And how? Worthless of a pay per view that pay per view really is. How that pay per view has become. 
Because years ago, Survivor Series uh, was the shit. Was, I don't, you know what? I don't talk about the past. How worthless has that pay-per-view become? Not how historically, how horrible it has it been. How horrible has that pay-per-view become? Pretty bad. It's an embarrassment to be called one of the big four now. It yep. really is. Pretty bad. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, no, they're not going to change it as one of the big four. No, no, not at all. But yeah, it has become it has become pretty sad. I think that the most. I mean, for years it's just been going downhill. So we had that one little spike when they included NXT in the fray. Yep. That Survivor Series I really enjoyed. That that Survivor Series was the best one I've seen in a long time. Ever since the brand split that they started in, in the mid-2000s, just Survivor Series has been a waste of a pay-per-view. Yep. And it's just, you know, there's also been rumors. I mean, that's because they don't have anybody they can work that they can put out there to work with. I mean, I can, under, I can understand the releases. I can understand that. But... They're releasing, they released some that I was surprised at. They released some that, you know, I could really care about. No, no, but what do you mean by they had nothing, nobody to work with? Well, I mean. The Survivor Series. Survivor Series used to be teams of five strive to survive. Yeah, well, like, like, right? once again, nothing is what it used to be. Right, but what I'm saying is I don't think they have enough to do that anymore. Because they don't have any, anybody left that can fill those, those spots. That's why they got to have. Raw versus SmackDown. So, did I just... They have a roster of 117 wrestlers. Okay. How do they not have enough wrestlers to put together a Survivor Series? Well, 117 wrestlers. How many of them are they using? 30? It doesn't... That's not... You're saying they don't have any wrestlers. They may not be using enough wrestlers but they have the wrestlers to use okay well then now you should have said when we go through the name of women that are on the roster that they aren't using yeah yeah they'll come up this fucking stupid dumbass storyline for tamina and dana brooke yet alexa bliss just sits there and does nothing yep i want to see what's gonna happen Nothing. They're not doing anything with Shotzi. I mean, what? I, I, I want to see what's going to happen when Bailey and Lacey Evans come back. What they're going to do well, with them? We know Bailey's coming back. We know Lacey Evans is back. Right. But I want to. She's in the ring. That's coming very soon. I guarantee it's just after this pay per view. I want to see what they're going to do with her. Who they're going to match her up against? What kind of program they're going to have with her? And I mean, I think she. I, I don't think she should have gone to SmackDown. I think she should have gone to Monday Night Raw. Why is that? Rhea Ripley. That would be a good match. I know. That would be a real good match. That's, That's why you're the best in the business. Um, that that would be a real good match. I would get into like this on TV watching it. I'd get into it. And then I would have put Oscar. Then I would have put Oscar on SmackDown to feed her the returning Bailey. 
that would, even though those two matches, there were only two matches, those would elevate the women's division, I believe. That would make. And then you could reconvene Becky and Bianca. <laughs> yep. That would make the women's so, division worth watching again. So the two five feet of Fury live against Alexa Bliss. Yep. Get rid of Nikki Cross. Oh, I totally forgot about her. That's another person that they're wasting. Yeah. Yep. Get rid of Nikki Cross. Get rid of. Oh, no. Uh, I, no. Get rid of Nikki A.S.H. A, Nikki A.S.H. Nikki Cross as Nikki Cross was fine. Yep. Get rid of uh, Zia Lee. They're doing nothing with her. Well, they just started to bring her back. Yeah. She had that problem where she's now heel. Yeah, true. But if you got Sonya Deville, you've got Queen Jolene, you got Carmella. They have plenty of women on the roster to do more with. And they're not. That they just hurt. Yep. Well, hopefully they'll start uh, waking up and doing something with these wrestlers and, you know, see see what's going to happen. But like I said, you know, we got WrestleMania Backlash coming up on Sunday. Our pay-per-view prediction show will be Sunday. We just have to, you know, get everybody together to agree on a time. Um, so, I mean, if there's nothing else that we can go over, I mean, like I said, I, I'll I'll talk up until Monday Night Raw if you got stuff to talk about. Oh, no, you won't. You're going to have to go to the bathroom any minute now. You're getting ready to run out of the We've been on the air for about an hour and 12 minutes. You're done. <laughs> so, but, um, but anyway, like I said, you know, I, I want to make um, a comment right now that for the last 438 shows, which is tonight, which is 400, number 438, I have never had such a great time doing this podcast that I've had with my best friend, the Nubster. We, we discuss wrestling. We, we agree to disagree on a lot of things, and that's what makes the show real interesting. I'm, I'm honored and I'm privileged to not only, you know, have him as a co-host, but to have him as a best friend and to have him as what I consider a brother. So, Greg, thank you for everything you've done for myself, for my life, for the show. You're the best, buddy. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's really appreciated. So, with that note, we will end our Top Rope Report podcast for this evening. So, on behalf of the Nuxter Greg... This is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you all on Thursday. Sure. Thursday sounds good. Okay. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done.